Hi everyone, welcome once again to the 24-bit podcast and today we are going to speak about uh, something we are all familiar with that is uh, Samsung's newest foldable smartphones. Newest, well, we are taping this episode in November but we've been using these devices since their launch. That was in September, yes? Yeah, since September. So we've had them through September, October and all of that and a good number of people in our market have them and as usual to help me go through what those devices entail and everything you're getting from samsung are the usual suspects dixon Atiano from techish.com and nick and Ali from tech trends now uh first things first uh we have we, we've discussed foldables before on this podcast so i don't think they need much of an in- introduction we've I covered quite a lot of ground on foldables but today we are going to be very specific about the kind of foldables we are talking about there are two foldable smartphones that samsung released um there are the devices in our market that samsung would want you to buy of course we are close at the end of the year and we are looking at a new member of the galaxy s but that's new year stuff for right now if you are to go to a samsung brand store the one device they'd want you to get is either a galaxy z fold 4 or a galaxy z flip 4. obviously they don't come cheap but hey that's why we are here to discuss so first things first i'd want to know from you two gentlemen what your experience using the samsung foldables has been i want to believe uh, some of you have used one of you has used both another has used uh, only one so I'd want to know what your experience is. Let's start with the Flip. What's the experience using the Galaxy Z Flip 4? I think uh, since I, I better explain that you're tapping this for the second time, the yeah. first time we had discussed. So I, if you hear us saying when we first discussed, it means you didn't hear the first discussion, but we are calling back to a certain discussion we already had. So like I'd already said, uh, for me, the Flip 4 felt like a big improvement only in on battery life everything else was similar to the flip 3 uh, apart from the hinge the hinge was tougher and steadier but the improvement for me was the uh, the flip 4 was better in terms of battery life yeah interesting battery life mm. uh nick you got to use the flip 4 no i haven't used the flip but you use the flip yeah, 3 they- no actually they're using the folds all through ah and all dixon yeah the one who's been using flips yeah. So how does it flip compare? So how does the four compare to the three? Uh, just better battery life and mm-hmm. a, a stronger hinge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The flip three had a very loose hinge, so you could always hang up your call very easily and do all that by flipping. But mm-hmm. the flip four felt like the hinge was very tough. Yeah. Uh, tough enough to do flex mode. How's the flex mode experience on the two devices compared? Well, flex mode is better on the flip four thanks to the harder hinge. Uh-huh. Is it tougher or harder or sturdier like, hinge? Like, yeah. Like uh, it's tries- it can stay at very many different angles open uh-huh. compared uh-huh. to the flip three, which uh-huh. will only stay open at uh-huh. 90 yeah. or at full. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nick, what's your experience using? I I, I understand you never used the yeah, flip, flip yeah. so, but you've been on the on the beach of the fold. So how's the experience? How's your experience using the Galaxy V Fold 4? I think you know just just as this one, uh, what we are seeing with the flip, there's actually not so big improvements, you know, on the fold four compared to what we saw on the you know uh, on the fold three. Actually, in fact, the biggest thing actually upgrade I've, I've seen it's we are getting a more prolonged battery life. Actually, one of the biggest thing I noticed the fold four, and I'm sure I've seen something that Nixon will agree with me having used the fold. Even you actually used uh, the fold four. Yes, yes. Actually, the biggest improvement we saw was the, the battery life. 
um and uh of course a lot of other you know um um refinements the hinge actually it's a little bit stronger actually samsung says the volvo can actually you know um what actually can endure 200,000 folds yeah I'm not, I'm not quite sure. I've, I've, I've just seen independent YouTuber tests mm-hmm. uh, that have had the device taken through its paces. Somebody did 200,000 shillings for one of those four, two, uh, not mm-hmm. shillings, 200,000 uh, folds for one of those folds. I think they fold two or something. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen another who did 300,000 shillings, uh, 300,000 folds before the device. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my mind is just set on mine right now. Uh, 300,000 folds before the device gave in. So, and the very first generation fold is the one that Samsung said it can go all the way to 300,000, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever had a rating for the second gen, the third gen, and now we are on the fourth generation. But it should be somewhere there. Uh, I shared my experience on, on the review I did for the Fold 4. And at no given time did I feel like uh, the device is vulnerable or like it needs some TLC mm-hmm. because of how fragile it is is it fragile yes it does look fragile but when using it you don't feel that bit mine used to stay in my uh, pockets all the time and it was okay really uh, i think at this point much as i never quite extensively used previous generations of folds i think at this point we are where you 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 can comfortably take your fold anywhere with you like a fold is a device you can live with and you you are not thinking about it every minute of the day at it's being like, a very fragile yeah, thing you no, need to keep yeah, back yeah, out yeah. yeah you just use it like your normal phone the phone. only difference is it's really not a normal phone because mm-hmm. one minute it's a small compact device quite slender and slim uh, i wish uh, that if it was closed when you're on the cover screen the cover screen was just the size of a normal phone yeah because it's actually slimmer yeah and, and taller. yeah slimmer and taller which disorients your handling of a phone because when i'd move from the fold 4 back mm-hmm. to back then i was using the reno 7 4g mm-hmm. the reno 7 4g will feel like such a, huge, a huge phone yeah yeah but then the other bit is when now you go past the cover screen and you open it up mm-hmm. you get this big canvas which is nice for like a mini tablet yeah for content consumption yeah if you are into netflixes there's your thing if you are into youtube videos like i am you get and it becomes addictive because that's my preferred way of reading long form articles mm-hmm. the text is very crisp and mm-hmm. like the large display just does it and mm-hmm. removes the need of ever getting a tablet and then the videos look nice it's a small matter of the crease but i never yeah, found it to be yeah, really, really yeah yeah so my experience was good really on the fall so good i wished i had one to keep yeah. uh but the reason i don't have one to keep is because i can't afford it and actually if you notice actually uh the fold four compared to the fold three i think i feel like you know the fold three is actually more lighter you know is it yeah it's actually more lighter and a little bit thinner i find that yeah. bone thick <laughs> <laughs> but i know some of you that's how you like them but <laughs> i find that phone quite thick it's like two phones stacked into one mm-hmm. my normal day-to-day phone before the fall four arrived if you have to place another one to yeah. mm-hmm. that's how we get the fall four and then you slice it kidogo so that keeps uh, its tender profile yeah but uh, that phone is actually quite thick. Yeah. It's very bulky. Yeah. yeah, and then it doesn't close Fully. entirely. Yeah, there's some it, gap. Uh, there's somebody else who's doing foldables locally, and that phone does close all the way. I wish the fold was like that. But then on the other hand, I understand why the fold is like that. Because in my case, mm-hmm. the entire time, I never needed to worry about dust. 
choose to be a while in the first generation i think mm. the second generation mm. but samsung has had all four generations to iterate improve on the product and right now i think things are looking very very good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, i've used both uh, the flip and the fold you remember the first time we had this discussion i could only talk about the flip yeah. and you kept asking uh so which one do you prefer between the flip and the fold at all through since the introduction of foldables whenever samsung asks uh, to send review units i've always picked the flip because i've always believed the flip to be the better implementation of folding devices mm-hmm. or rather the more approachable rather more affordable and nicer looking version of foldables mm-hmm. but um uh this time around i got to interact with the fold 4 and you remember the very first tweet i i did on the fold 4 was uh that you don't think of it as a good implementation of foldables or a necessary thing until you get your hands on one mm-hmm. and then your whole experience changes because the, before touching the fold 4 i used to think okay so there's an extra display i have a tablet i don't need all that yeah. but then actually having it in your pocket and using it while outdoors while moving around and having it as compact and as portable as it is compared to a huge tablet mm-hmm makes you change your mind on how foldables actually are. So the Fold 4 is really 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 good to use on a daily basis and it even has better battery life than the Flip 4. Mm-hmm. The uh, the Flip 4 you yes it's better battery life than the Flip 3 but you're constantly thinking of battery with the Flip 4. On the Fold 4 I don't know about you guys but my experience was that I could get out of the house and do everything and still have enough battery by evening. Yeah true. And on top of that you're getting this good experience where you can multitask you can do your stuff uh, both on the cover display and on the bigger display and it's presented in a it's sort of a tablet form factor where the UI goes hand in hand with the uh, movable features of the display and makes you really enjoy your experience with the device so this time round i think i can shift from saying the fo- uh, the flip is better to saying the fold is better yeah i, th- I think there's so many things like about the fold for that i agree mm. But I think given a given a choice to choose between the two, uh, of course, having used you know of the fold four for close two months now, mm-hmm. I actually still pick the fold uh, the three. I mean the flip, the flip. I mean yeah, because of the size yeah. I love my phones, you know. Uh, I love my phones a little bit a little bit smaller yeah. So and I actually find of course there's so many things to enjoy like of course the huge displays they are quite really nice for especially you know, for people who actually like multitasking and all that. But I think uh, best on the size I'm gonna actually like, I'll pick the flip you know over the fold any time. Really why? Nice. Like those are the reasons I love them small. Love my <laughs> I love my small. I love yeah, but it's a valid choice. The only reason, <laughs> and also it's a choice that um, I think a good number of Kenyans will agree with you, and a lot of people around the world agree with you. Seventy percent of the foldable Samsung sold uh, in the year to August were the flips, right? Yeah. So, in but the- you know, the flip has very good advertisement. For yeah. example, uh, the no, button, because, uh, because we've been there before. Mm-hmm. The late 90s yeah. early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, we had uh, response. Yeah. yeah. And uh the advertising advertising market or rather the marketing the flip is getting from popular bands like yeah. pop bands and all that. Even when I made a TikTok about the flip, the first comment was oh now you feel like a BTS fan. <laughs> like I don't know BTS is but I I I Google BTS and their K-pop fan and they are this uh face of uh the flip phone in South Korea. Mm-hmm. So you see that people are already associating the look of the phone to a certain pop band or to a certain lifestyle and 
that is increasing their sales of the device so yeah yeah uh there's that the, the i have to agree the flip has a certain kind of appeal mm-hmm. so it appeals to a certain uh audience I, th- I think the primary reason it's a bestseller around the world is because it's cheaper yeah that thing is at least in kenya mm. it's a uh, around what 120,000 shillings cheaper, cheaper yeah. than yeah. the fall four than the fall four so 120,000 shillings is a lot of money so you're looking yeah. at uh, if you have 120 mm-hmm. you can either uh, if you can get one flip and go get uh, a mid-level uh, current series iphone right mm. Or uh, a normal clamshell Samsung phone in the S series, mm-hmm. or you could just uh, do a bargain like Safaricom had a sale. You'd pay hundred and twenty-seven thousand shillings and 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 transact fifty thousand Boka points, mm-hmm. and you get the flip. Mm-hmm. So those kinds of deals will get you actually two flips. Two flips. So the pricing works for the flip. Uh, we've discussed foldables before in this podcast, and one of our uh, conclusions was for foldables to really take off they need to meet the consumer somewhere halfway so the prices will have to go down somehow and that's when we'll start to see them a lot mm-hmm. we're talking about samsung foldables right now because samsung has made a deliberate decision to push foldables like the zip flip 4 and the z4 exist because they're not series yeah. it's no longer there mm-hmm. and if you look at it the z4 actually does support the s pen yeah. samsung want to give it to you out, out of the box yeah. it, it can work but samsung has made a deliberate decision mm-hmm. that the one phone they are going to commit all the energy on is on the Galaxy Z series and mm-hmm. it's going to be their foldables. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is yet to get there. But if they were to get there and the prices came down, mm-hmm. that's when we'd see foldables everywhere. So mm-hmm. in this case, the flip is popular because the pricing allows the manufacturer to meet the customers somewhere along the line, which is different compared to how prohibitively expensive the Z4 is. Yeah. Um, I think the Z4 has picked at a price of 270,000 shillings yeah. locally and the flip 153,000 shillings locally without any discounts and everything. Of course, Samsung has deals. Uh, they've partnered with Badil, Badil yeah. which <clears throat> give you a 20, uh, Samsung would pay 25,000 shillings for you to the value, to the value of your, gives you. yeah, to the, for your, for an old device the, uh, that you're trading in. Yes. And then 20,000 shillings for the flip four. Yes. Yeah. Other than those deals, we are looking at 270k upfront, 153k upfront. Yeah. And actually, you know, the price of fold can actually get you like two, two S22 ultras, right? And that's, yeah. that, 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 that's 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 wow. And, and actually, if you remember um, during the Twitter space we held, mm-hmm. I think pricing was a very important thing. It really came out like, very many people. Very, uh, for me, how I look at it is, is this way: even though my usage of the fold meant that I had very less usage of my iPad, is to seventy k. Uh, I'm buying one of these newer iPads mm-hmm. and picking up another iPhone. <laughs> uh, not, not an iPhone. Picking up another nice uh, Android. Like uh, uh, for for that man. That's how price it is. Mm-hmm. But when you're saying that, that is from our own very geeky point of view. We are losing the point. Yeah. There are two reasons, mm-hmm. uh, at least in my opinion, why the fold exists it's and it's expensive. Number one, obviously, the technology doesn't. Yeah. That piece of bendable quote-unquote glass because it's plastics it's some piece of plastic mm. uh that entire technology and miniaturization of everything there um is actually expensive and we have an under display 
camera. camera. Mm. Uh, that one, the camera, as far as I'm concerned, is, isn't really the best. It's a 4 megapixel thing. Yeah. Ten. 4 or 10. Is I it? don't know. Should be yeah. Yeah, somewhere low there. And it's very grainy. And it's really just, Can you just not yeah, like, yeah, it, like yeah, yeah, it's not. But remember, not even, the best if, of things. If, if, even if it looks bad, mm. the, the thing that really amazes me is how you don't know it's there. Yeah, how it was incremental, actually. Yeah. actually quite interesting. So you don't know the camera is there until <laughs> you need it. And that, that the way it has been hidden under the display is really good. And I hope uh, Samsung can give some, uh, some of the technology they're using to Apple for their weird notch. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, but, but Apple, but, but Apple is doing fine with the dynamic <laughs> island. I, I really think I like the dynamic island. Okay. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a four megapixel. <laughs> it's actually grainy. Uh -huh. Um, if you are to look at the quality is bad. yeah yeah oh, yeah if you're doing it's only there for video. videos and all. Uh -huh. But the saving grace is uh, there's a whole ten megapixel camera on the camera. On the front, which is yeah, so 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 good. Yeah, so those are the things that drive up the price of the fold. That technology doesn't capture. That's number one. Number two is the kind of people it's targeted. Remember, this is Samsung. It's not really Samsung's flagship uh, device, but it's the flagship foldable. But Akuna foldable. Akuna foldable. So that point is moot, and the Galaxy S exists. Mm -hmm. But it's the one device they are pitching to anyone as the most prestigious, the most premium. In their, lineup. in their lineup yeah and so if you are a moneyed person you walk into you're a, a samsung person <laughs> a samsung experience store and you want to spend one the price tag well is is up there to your level and two it's stylish enough screen notation the, the, the one i had for review yeah. any meeting i went to everyone knew exactly what that was and it was the center of attention i mean you've seen the president with one yeah yeah <laughs> i mean and, and and everyone commented that that's why that's right. and the loud lawyers on twitter make a point of reminding you that they're using one so it's it makes the statement it's a statement yeah device. yeah so much as uh my types will say i can get an ipad and something else or i can buy two flips and all those mm. um when you look at it from the people it's targeted at mm. it's supposed to be the kind of statement that it is and two, the technology doesn't come cheap as it does now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Canali and Company uh, are, are, are catered to. Now, um, so according to Unique, you would get the prefer the flip. You yeah. prefer the flip. Dixon prefers the fold. Uh, let me ask. I used to prefer the flip. You remember? Yeah. yeah. But after using the fold, I think uh, I think it's the best implementation of foldables. That's all I can. Uh, now but, from uh, now from your usage mm. of the two foldables uh both of you mm. value for money value for money becomes a very great uh what do you call it cloudy or weird. opaque yeah it sounds an opaque <laughs> topic eh? hot air but i mean that's the amount of money you actually pay for such a nice piece of tech so i mean it's yeah i mean there's value for money because of just the, the honestly work. the price of the uh fold is the pay? price of a very good oled tv from lg it's a down payment for a bit, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's also the down payment for a, a car. Uh, so uh when you look at it in that way, you start asking yourself, uh, what 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 gives you more value for money over time when you when you start looking at it that way. But then when you look it you look at it at the as as this way, uh it's a foldable device, one of the, not one, it's the best foldable device currently in a market where only three companies or four companies yeah. are making foldables. Okay. Then you look at it the fact that the technology inside is very very new and very very uh 
time to, uh, it's tasking on the company to come up with ways of having the battery bended or uh, separated into two, having movable parts inside a display that's compact, mm -hmm. having a display that's plastic but coated with glass and all that. So it starts making sense to you as to why the cost is that high. So you can justify the cost being that it's an exclusive product, yeah. but if you compare it to existing products, say the way I've compared it to a TV and all that, it, it starts looking like a very expensive thing. Yeah, but the cost justifies itself, especially for me who did not pay anything to use it when you actually get to use it. Yeah, it becomes a very nice device to hold and to touch. And these small features, uh, for example, the cover display becoming uh, the viewfinder when you're taking a photo of someone, uh, the fact that you can use uh, it in different modes, uh, folded, open, and all that, make you really love the software experience in general and also the appreciate how the hardware was developed here. Interesting. Mm, um, I just know I want it. <laughs> if, if actually I had the money, I'd just buy it. After yeah. Samsung, I'd buy a t-shirt, 3,000 shillings, I'd buy it. Because I've used the device and you know how nice it is to have your tablet with you when you don't have your tablet yeah. with you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like in the middle of nowhere mm. and you need you, just a big display. And, and your one just... Yes. Yes. There. It, mm. That thing is so fantastic. Then the other bit is we, there's something I haven't talked about. Actually, the camera is so oh, yeah. good. Yes, camera. the back camera is so, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Uh, I've actually used the back camera on some of my YouTube videos. Yeah. I don't know if people can notice the shots that are from the main camera and from the false camera. People can't tell, I think. Tell, yeah. But in the description box, if you go, you'll find uh, a gadgets used. You'll find the Galaxy Fold 4 as one of the cameras in some of my videos. Nice, nice, nice. Because I loved it. So mm. you're carrying one device that does almost everything. everything. Yeah. And that's, Especially as a content creator. Yeah. 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 And that's not something you normally can say about pretty much lots of devices that you carry around. Most times you'd find yourself carrying multiple devices devices for different uh, yeah yeah now uh the one thing that we haven't talked about we talked about in our last podcast and yeah. i don't know by the time you get to hear this if that will have gone up or this will come fast but we have discussed 5g uh what's the 5g situation on on the fold as far as uh, um the other week when safaricom went commercial with 5g i still could actually you know um i still couldn't uh, you know uh, connect the fold for to a 5g network yeah and i think it needs a, it's one of those yeah. devices that safaricom said will need an upgrade yeah right? exactly so i think that's uh once safaricom rolls that you know you should be able to not with safaricom that's up to the manufacturer the smartphone manufacturer right yeah because actually i've seen even people complaining online about oh safaricom 5g i connect with miangu it's not safaricom that's why your mobile uh you know the, uh, your, your iphone but i saw iphone that's when they got an update Apple will be sending the update in December. Yeah. Currently, if you're better testing, is when you can access yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So the same thing for Samsung actually. And, and until Samsung rolls out an update, mm -hmm. you still can't be able to actually access 5G using the Fold 4. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, a question. We, if you're listening to this and you are not aware, we did a space on foldables and these Samsung devices and others. Quite interesting. Yeah. Which was quite interesting. And one question, one question I asked there that I'm going to ask here is what do you think the foldables, the future of foldables is like? Because the one thing that you look at immediately, you see the Z Fold 4 and you feel how nice and futuristic. It almost blows your mind that we are using this in 2022. Mm -hmm. Is now, is this going to be like the future? 
Uh, if you are buying one today, you are almost like an early adopter, probably the first in a long line of other people that will embrace this. So the question to you people is, is this what the future looks like? I think it does. You remember, I mean, the future of, uh, let me say as a startup, how startup founders say, the future is bright, <laughs> you know, but I think this best based on, for example, like a couple of months ago, IDC released a report and they're talking about how you know, um, uh, the demand for foldables is actually very, actually increasing with, uh, you know, 7.1 7, 7 million units shipped last year. That was in 2021. 2020, 20, yeah. Um, up on the 1.9 million units that are actually shipped in 2020. So, and that's why they're predicting, uh, you know, the foldable phone market will reach 27.6 million units with a value of $29 billion by 2025. Um, um, uh, and just as you say, the future, no, but it's gonna actually grow bigger unless we see, you know, some, no, some of these companies, I remember someone saying in the space, uh, they want to see companies like Techno releasing a phone, you know, <laughs> you know, just making the pricing, you know, a little bit fair to, you know, for income. So, but I think the future is actually quite interesting and we are here for it. I think, uh, if you look at reviews of foldables from your reviews and from our personal use and other reviews, Everyone using the phone uh, is positive about yeah. the experience with the phone. Uh, I I did not like Fold before using it. Then I got to use it and I liked it. Mm -hmm. So that means someone who has never used the Fold will probably like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The problem currently remains entry uh, pr mm -hmm. prices and a barrier to entry. So I, uh, most of the uh, people that this phone could be good to cannot afford it right now. Uh, I don't think I know anyone who is willing to spend more than 200k on a phone right now, unless they're an Apple fanboy, maybe, or unless they're getting the biggest S22 Ultra or anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if the barrier to entry remains price, very many people still cannot uh, buy the phone. Yeah. But everyone who gets to use the phone says they like the phone. Mm -hmm. So what happens when price come down? thanks to competition, thanks yeah. to other market uh, companies coming in and offering cheaper foldables. It means more people will be liking the experience if software is good yeah. and more people will be embracing the foldable device segment. Yeah. So that means that there's still a chance for these phones to become mainstream in the future. Yeah. But I think you, you spoke about the software. I mean, the software on the on the fold, the flip. Actually, it's actually very nice. So yes. Really, a clean UI and everything. And by the time someone actually decides to spend two seventy or even one fifty on a phone, mm -hmm. it means they have read all the reviews. They have read and all the nice way. things about. They have not always, but most of the people, yeah, most, not <laughs> most people would spend that kind of money. Mm -hmm. A lot of people just spend that kind of money because they have that kind yeah. of. And also brand reputation. Yeah. If you are a user of Samsung Galaxy S devices, when you see them having a foldable, mm -hmm. you've had a very good experience on the device, uh, and you can afford the foldable, you'll actually pick it mm -hmm. on the basis of uh, Samsung's strong reputation, which mm -hmm. is something to credit them on because mm -hmm. it's also what's helped them. Mm -hmm. uh, if anyone else just started from scratch and their first device is a foldable, mm -hmm. they'd fold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we the first foldable in the market was royal. Like royal. Yeah. Where did those guys go? They are not dominating the market. Yeah, folded. <laughs> and actually, exactly. We, are, we actually we have actually previously done a very interesting podcast around brand attachment, right? Yes. It was some years nice. back. Maybe actually, if you're listening to this podcast, you actually go and look for that podcast. That's yeah. basically talking about how. Some of us attach some brands. They say someone will be attached to a Samsung, and this is, I mean, the only brand they can buy is a Samsung. Yeah. 
I, I wanted to include in this discussion that uh, I've used the fold with a cover. Oh. Uh, so Samsung sent over the, what are they called? Covers, the, the oh. things you attach to yeah. make them. Yeah. So the cover is like in two bits. You attach one to the front screen and one to the back cover, uh, back of the device. You can use the uh, phone with the cover open or closed. Uh, there's a kickstand included in the cover. So once you open it, you can sl sl slot up the stand so that it stands on its own. Okay. And then there's also an S Pen. Samsung uh, sent over the S Pen 2 for the fold. Oh. So the S Pen comes in this case, uh, or cover that is attached to the phone. So you carry your S Pen around as part of the cover. How responsive is the S Pen by the way? The S Pen is really good, yeah. And uh, they did not send the S Pen Pro. They sent the normal S Pen. Mm. There's a Pro and there's a normal S Pen. So uh, using the S Pen uh, is just as you would use a normal stylus or as you will use the S Pen on the Note. The only difference here is that the S Pen is big, so it feels like a pen actually. It's not the tiny things that came with the uh, with the Note. And there's nowhere to put it. There's nowhere to put it, but the cover that comes with it attaches to your phone. So uh -huh. it, it's something you always carry around. The problem is it becomes very bulky. I'll show you guys. Uh, uh, the other thing is that uh, the S Pen uh, is constantly connected <laughs> and there's no charging or uh, what is it called? There's no way to charge it. It's just constantly working. Yeah. Yes. There's a question someone was asking here. So if the foldable market is growing, what's the attraction? So the major, sell, the major, shelling, right? the major selling point of a foldable phone is the convenience of a smaller phone without having to compromise the screen size. In some cases, the full screen size is actually even larger than the traditional device. device. That are so, but, uh, but can the benefits outweigh the higher price point? At, at, at this point, uh, that's a hard question to answer mm. because I really love the 7.6 inch yeah. display yeah. that the Fold 4 opens into mm -hmm. and I throw anything pretty much for Samsung to give me that fold because mm -hmm. I loved it that much. Mm -hmm. But if you are not in my kind of bubble, mm -hmm. uh, is that enough to justify you stretching together device? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Um, like at this point, this is how I think of the Galaxy Z series. Mm -hmm. It's a luxury. Mm -hmm. Yes. So if you are not uh, at a point where you can afford a luxury phone, just mm -hmm. just don't bother. But if you are at a point where a luxury phone is a no-brainer, mm -hmm. um, it's a bloody good phone. And if you are yeah. someone who who's willing to suffer a little to get to experience new tech, I mm -hmm. think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy it. Because I mean, Samsung has the S, just really, really nice phones. We have the S23 Ultra coming up. When is it in January? In a few months, yeah. So I mean, but if you can afford and it, it will be more of everything that the Z Fold uh, 4 is. Just uh, without the foldable features. Without the foldable aspect, it will still support the S Pen. Mm. It will have one of its new processors. The, the Z Fold 4 and the Flip 4 we're using here yeah, ran the Exynos variants. Yes. It's not the Qualcomm one. Yes. So chances are. Whatever. I think the, the Flip was using the Qualcomm processor. Because yeah. even when you see the cameras we're having on the Fold 4, mm. the same cameras we have on the S22 Ultra. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes. That's one of the biggest upgrades between the third generation mm -hmm. and the and fourth the generation. generation one, of the think, more, uh, one of the complaints uh, that rocked the third generation was there were inferior, inferior cameras. And that's still uh, yeah. that's still the case with the Flip 4 because it's still running inferior cameras. Immediately you open it and compare it with the Fold 4, you notice the cameras are not the same. So you can actually see clearly where the 100 yeah. and where the <laughs> <Yes. laughs> 
Oh, interesting. Okay, uh, I think we'll leave it there and we'll extend this discussion to our social media pages. You can follow Dixon, you can follow Techish, you can follow Nixon, you can follow Techtronsky, you can follow myself and there's not so much chatter on, on Twitter, but from there you can share your feedback uh, with us, what you think about this podcast episode, most importantly, what you think about foldable smartphones in the world, Kenya. Uh, specifically samsung's two new foldables the fold 4 and the z flip 4 uh, will you get one does the pricing work for you uh what are your thoughts about foldables all those things we discussed quite a number of these issues in our twitter space but if you missed it you can still the link for the out. twitter space you yeah. can listen to it because this podcast will be uploaded uh with another episode of the twitter space yeah. podcast yeah so i actually have the i actually have the episode that the space pinned on my twitter page so okay. you can actually go check and also go to canali's page at sneak canali to check the space yeah so we'd like to hear uh, from you on all those subjects until the uh, next episode thank you for listening in i've been your host Chenzi Manu. Dixon Otieno. and nick canali see you see you